Mobile phone companies say they offer home internet. But if their internet comes from a cell phone network, you should know. It's just phone internet, not home internet. Keep your home up to speed with Cox. Cox Internet is faster and has more reliable download speeds than 5G home internet. Cox is the real home internet you're looking for. Based on Cox analysis of UCLA speed test intelligence data, Q3 2022 and Cox serviceable areas, visit cox.com slash internet for details. The Brooklyn juggernaut rolls through another week. A little bit of suspect play last night, but me and your boy Bam are here to talk about the week that was the Brooklyn Nets. Let's talk basketball. What up, Bam? Morning. We're, How we doing? We're excellent. You know, we 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 got the freshly baked bagels on deck. We got <laughs> some kind of freshly squeezed orange juice from whole. Um, not not from Wegmans. Excuse me. Okay. I'm plugging the wrong supermarket. Life is life is excellent. Too Cream much carbs. cheese or butter. We we're doing both. We're doing we're doing uh, a melange of of both. I'll give, I'll give you a great combo if you never had it. I worked in a deli all throughout high school, and when I would come home for breaks in college, everything bagel, toasted, cream cheese, and bacon. You know what? I'm gonna have to make that one happen. It's it's not healthy. It's definitely not healthy. <laughs> but you, that bacon and that cream cheese, they go great together. Somebody ordered it. Mm. I'd never heard of it, and I tried it, and. If I go to a bagelry, that's what I'm walking out with. Well, I'm 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 gonna put that on uh on the list. Matter of fact, I could just walk upstairs to my kitchen and uh and just do it. But uh, my friend Bam, uh, my illustrious co-host of the front office pod, we 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 uh we just had Pooch on last episode, and if yep. you haven't if you haven't checked that out, I I urge all of the uh, front office podcast. Uh, listeners to um to to check that out i i i enjoyed that one because he spoke his heart but i gotta get you two together for sure <laughs> like yeah you know i actually met pooch on a train uh going to barclays a bunch of years back mm. twice one was after he won't remember this but one of them was after nets balls game seven when they lost Oh. Um, I was talking to him on the train and he wasn't really like, he wasn't pooch yet. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he was a Nets daily poster at the time. And then, uh, as he became pooch, I was like, dude, I met this kid. And then I met him on the way to Barclays for a random game. We actually found out that, um, we had played for the same AU program uh, a couple years apart. So right, I was you're, up- you're both like in that, from that East Northport, Comac. Huntington type area, right? I'm not. I'm, I'm from Nassau. I, I grew oh. up in Rock Center, Southside High School, County Champs, 2004. Um, oh, but, uh, you just had to flash all the right quick. Had to throw it in there. Um, <laughs> we got smacked by AJ Price though, in, in Amityville in the uh, Long Island Championship. Wow. Right, yeah, that we didn't get smacked. We lost by eight, but um, 
well, we, we both played for the New York City Jaguars. Um, guy played for the Celtics, ran the program. Uh, Iona, I think he was Iona's all-time leading scorer for a long time. So we definitely have some things in common, and I, I would definitely enjoy that. You know why I appreciate Pooch? is because disagree or agree with him, he's coming from a real pure place with it. Like, like the Nets, to me, the Nets blew it. Like, that should have been, they should have snatched a pooch and made him, like, the face of the Nets fan because he's, he's Brooklyn roots, but he's Long Island, too. You know what I mean? And he's There's basketball. There's no reason he couldn't end the Paul Dottino. Like, Paul Dottino's been for the Giants. Ex- exactly. Paul is a little homerish sometimes. He's a time homer, but... But you need that guy. You need that guy that that the people look to and trust right. as one of them. He could have been the next WFAN correspondent. He could have done original content on their website. Every day on Giants.com, they have a show called Big Blue Kickoff Live. It runs yep. from 12 to 1. It's not the greatest show, but when I'm at work, it's something to listen to. It's to driving home back and forth, things like it's just something with content. Uh, and the Nets just have nothing like that. Right. And I, and I think because they try to do the whole like lock down all of the information and, and part of the general, the, the part of the journalism game is to find stuff out. You right. can't be mad at a journalist because he finds something out and reports it before you want it reported. You understand? Like, the team has to understand, like, that's that's people's lifeblood right now. Right. Like, they was talking about, um, KD was talking about Shams, saying he's a creep, and he, I, I think he's in the garbage cans and every. Yes, that's what journalists used to do. Um, that's part of the game. Like, people care, and, and but I, I just don't see how you could have, the, the accent, the suits, where he's from, the fact that he's the kid that fucking took the shot at the game and and won the whatever, I like that's you. The Nets couldn't have asked for a a better spokesman to to kind of cover and speak speak to the speak for the team. Like I love Grady, I love Sarah Kustak, I love all. Like we are blessed to have the best broadcast people, but the Nets really. Blew it like that's just if if I'm them. particularly when like the stuff with Geo was going on when uh, on the fan oh. was like saying yeah. push was on that would have been the perfect time to hire him. Yo, they and, and that's in my business, right? That the, they overuse the word synergy, but if you understand what the word synergy means, it it's just like a natural push in a direction. It's a natural flow of energy, and they had Pooch on first take. Pooch arguing with a, a local dickhead Nick fan, and all of that energy they could have just latched onto it, <laughs> and and you improved know, the, the, that social media by a thousand percent. But they just yeah. don't get it. And there's not a net fan out there that doesn't like Pooch, which right. is a pretty remarkable feat. Right, because we hate each other. <laughs> right, and and then and you know what it is with the Nets. The Nets have a reason to like have little beefs because some Nets fans are new Brooklyn Nets fans, right? That weren't, that wasn't there in Jersey and, you know, you know, going through that Nets fan history, like, you know, and I, and I understand that as being on one side of that and you being on the other side of that. Um, 
um, I definitely understand how someone could could see us as like you know uh, bandwagon um, jumpers, but I always break it down like this. I say, I say, OKC. If you if you're from Oklahoma City, and you rooted for the Dallas Mavericks before, because that's all you could root for, and then a team comes to Oklahoma. Don't you have the right to like <laughs> be like yeah. okay you know you know what I'm saying it's right. it's because it's so close it doesn't feel like that it's because it's literally moving uh uh a half an hour with no traffic away <laughs> to right. to moving the team that close and they were originally the New York Nets I I feel like I couldn't root for the New Jersey, even though I like the New Jersey Nets. I like the New York Nets. My first basketball game ever as a, a toddler, but still my first basketball game ever is Nassau Coliseum, the championship. And, um, and you know, but I, I'm not from, I, I felt like if I'm from New York City, I have to root for the Knicks. And the moment I got the choice, I changed. I was there. And so were you, like oddly, like we've been doing this a long time, man. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Yeah. All right. Let's let's talk basketball. Um. Uh. Even though I, I feel like those conversations are conversations we're gonna keep having as as we uh you know as this whole thing moves forward and and to 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 put a, a top hat on that we're winning so much now. I've never seen the fan. I've never seen Nets Twitter just get along. Like old beefs are being let go. Yeah. <laughs> Let's be honest. Like last night's game was incredibly boring. Yeah. I mean, that's the kind of the, the no fans is really hurting games like that because there were some spectacular individual plays right that gotten the crowd out of, you know out of their seats, but you you knew they were going to win from yeah. the, there was never even when they went down, I was like all right, so like we'll come down, we'll score, we'll get a stop, we'll score again, and then like they'll play catch up for the last forty-five seconds. Um, right, you know, and the games just lack juice. Like Monday's game, I think both teams will be up for it. That'll have some juice. I think um, there's a, I think there's a, uh, a functional reason, reason why that's happening. I think, I think when when Nick Claxton comes in the games. The games automatically just have more juice, right? Well, they, for us, it's something new to watch and to keep tabs on. But he's he's exciting to... too. Like he's active. He makes the team move at a at a faster pace. It's like it's like when you put when you put DeAndre Jordan into the game, it's like all of a sudden one leg is limping, and he just he, and even the and I'm I'm not even really talking about the excitement on offense. I'm just talking about the the resistance on defense, he can't get out on on fast players. Whenever I, I I think people put too much into into us losing to um um bad teams. We lose to young teams. We lose to to bouncy teams that have yeah. these players well, also, that are just out there. We don't there. lose any teams anymore. Oh, uh, we don't lose anymore. <laughs> I, I'm I'm just saying when we when that we, was like a beginning of the season deal. Uh, absolutely, but but I think. I think we have more trouble. We're we're slapping the Clippers, but the Detroit gives us trouble. Uh, you don't yeah. think that's potentially like like look last night, Claxton was a plus seven. DeAndre Jordan, who started and played the majority of minutes, was a negative four. 
And I, I think that's just indicative of DeAndre Jordan. DeAndre DeAndre Jordan is a shot player. I feel bad. I love his game. I loved him in, in, in on the Clippers. I thought he was, you know, incredible defensively. But seeing James Harden giving him, you know, lecturing him after, like, that shit is crazy. James Harden, the greatest offensive player that we've seen in a New York City uniform, and and we have seen Kevin Durant play in a New York City uniform. James Harden is 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 lecturing DeAndre Jordan on defense after a game. Did you did you peep that? I did. So I think uh, a couple possessions before the Nets were up five, and I want to say it was Plumley like slipped to the basket, got a, like an easy layup um, to cut it to three with like fifteen seconds. I think what they were discussing was why they either switched or didn't switch. It looked like some sort of miscommunication there. I'll say this for DeAndre. He's not a negative on offense because he still is a big, wide body who can screen, and he is a threat. Yeah. Dot into the basket. He's not like – it's over. He's not a bad offensive player. He can still pass the ball a little bit. He's fine on offense. Defensively, it's either like he has energies early in the game and then it runs out or like he has to wait till it's the – second half to do it. He just can't play as many minutes as he is. And I get it's hard to maybe tell that veteran, like, hey, you, you just don't have it anymore. They just got to cut his minutes. He should be playing, like, eight minutes a half. Let him start. And then, you know, the, the beginning of each half. And that's it. You put him back in maybe late if you need it. He just can't play for 25, 29 minutes. He's just going to be out of gas. Right. Right. I mean, I mean, look – Gotta think Griffin's gonna take some of his minutes. I I think I think that's that's a no brainer. I, I'm I'm starting to see um, uh, Green start to uh, uh, you know kind of go back to being Jeff Green. I'm excited about uh, 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 I'm excited about Blake Griffin. Like you, you want to speak? You want to you want to put your your last words on on the Blake Griffin thing? I mean, I think I, – I just feel like there's multiple guys whose minutes he can eat into. DeAndre's, obviously, Claxton's, unfortunately. I hope that doesn't happen. And I think even Bruce Brown. I think you're seeing teams kind of adjust to him a little bit, right? Um, which is good. It's, it's freeing up shooting on the outside. Uh, like the Boston game, for example, Joe had a ton of good looks. He just you know, didn't shoot well that night. Landry picked up the slack, so – there's just a lot of options right now. There's a lot to be optimistic about. Um, and, you know, we'll see. I guess we'll see Blake sometime next week. I, I think, um, I think there's, there's, there's two sides of the team recruiting right now. I think Blake is a Steve Nash recruit. Um, Nash is on record saying that he thought the team was too small against certain teams. I, I agree with the too small thing, but I also think they're not athletic. They're not athletic enough, and um, and I don't know if, if Blake brings that athleticism. <laughs> if, no, if, <laughs> I think he can help in two regards. I think offensively, he could be a secondary playmaker. Right. Um, I think defensively, just on the glass alone, I think like he could guard somebody down in the post. And I think he could block out and rebound. I don't think he's going to be effective in switching and, you know, keeping guys in front of him. I don't think that's going to be his strength. Yeah, he's um, 
he's limited. It's it's a shame, like, because basically they have the dream team. Like, remember when uh, I forgot what year that was? Which which Olympic year? Don't don't quote me. But there was an Olympic team that had Kyrie, Harden, uh, Blake Griffin, DeAndre Jordan. Is this getting cheesy? Is it yeah, too- when you, when you're a star NBA player, there's only a you know a handful of people like that on the earth beside you so right. you tend to gravitate towards people people can understand the life you're living right. keep up with the lifestyle you're living right right so you know once you're there and you have a chance I, it was there was no doubt in my mind the nets were getting Griffin. i was trying to find a, a betting line for it i couldn't get one it'll be real cheesy if we wind up with drumming i mean that to me that's just overkill we we will lose like one or two games in the playoffs if that happens i think they could go four 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 yeah, which wouldn't even be that fun. (laughs) It would be fun for me. I would love to get through my first finals, my first championship, like, with no stress. I mean, it's not going to happen that way. But if they get drumming, there's no way the NBA is going to let them get drumming. You see that happening? No one's going to trade for him. (laughs) No one's going to. You think, wait, wait. Did I hear that, Rick? You said someone's going to trade for him. Yeah, somebody will. Somebody will find. He's a good. He's not a great player. He's not a guy you want as your best player in your team. But, but do you want to take on fourteen million a cap this year? Somebody uh, the, will. The people it, who it, can it, trade it. for him. Uh, the only person I see doing it is maybe the Knicks. Yeah, they could just absorb him. They don't even have to send anything out. They they've got like fifteen or sixteen million in cap space. Yeah, they could, they could, they could so do it. They have to almost, right? They should really is. <laughs> they what almost. <laughs> I mean, second round pick something. It, he helps them. Right. Right. No, you, you're you're right. It he, he destroys Mitchell Robinson like he has no use. You bring him off the bench, and then you yeah, no, you've got a they, good center. They like rotation. Noel better. You know, you know, well, Tibbs like not veterans. if they had Drummond. No, I'm I'm saying coming off the bench. I don't think Mitchell yeah. Robinson plays before Noel. Well, so either way, you know, you just have a good rotation. Uh, and that helps them because if you look at their schedule, you know, their playoff push is going to be tough. Drummond would help them a lot. But I guess we'll see. What is it? The 25th is the deadline coming up, I think, right? Yep. yep. So we're not that far off. A couple more weeks. Oh, it's going to be an interesting week of entry because every agent is going to is going to basically leak to someone where their player wants to go. Drummond wants to go to Brooklyn. Do you think Toronto trades Larry? Say it again? Do you think Toronto trades Larry? Only if Ujiri gets the deal he wants. He, I, I think I he's not, trying. I would not want to see him wind up in Philly. Mm, I, like, just do simple math. Don't Don't get creative. Ben Simmons, Kyle Lowry, uh, Joel Embiid versus Kevin Durant, James Harden, Kyrie Irving, Joe Harris. Like, it's not. Yeah, we're still we'd still be the favorites, but I think that kind of, that that would make that would that would help them a lot because they don't have any proven playoff guys, and he is one. And he gives them that perimeter threat that they don't have with Simmons out there. So, 
I wouldn't be worried about it, but it, it, I definitely would rather not see that happen. Do you, do you see how, like, like even, yes, yesterday was a, a, a shit game. It, it was. Um, the game before, it, it was a scrimmage. Yeah, they didn't really play all that well against Boston either. And I remember being like, all right, they're still winning at halftime. They covered. And I'm like, like, Harden had a ton of turnovers in the first half. And actually, I, I, I tweeted, uh, uh, what is his name, Wall Street Reek. Yeah. Uh, at halftime, I said, if they cut the turnovers down, they'll win by double digits. And that's kind of exactly what happened. Yeah. Yeah, no, nah, they covered. Boring. They, they, uh, they covered, which made me happy. Um, but they also just showed that they have gears. They have levels that a good, a very good team who's who's playing well, who's rested. Who, you know, um, I don't know if the the All Star might have like thrown a monkey wrench into their into their groove, but they they've got all their players back. They're getting a fully healthy, nicely rested um, Marcus Smart back. Uh, to play defense, elite defense, and we slapped them. When, yeah. When it, it, and and the worst thing is, that's this is who they are. This is the team that they're gonna be. We 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 did it without KD. You know, we've been on the other end of this coin most of our fanhood, where you're typically not the best team. And whenever you play those teams, especially if it's like in a playoff series. If you're up 12 with seven minutes to go in the second quarter, it doesn't matter. It's always important. Like, what's the score at the end of the quarter? How do you finish halves and quarters? And the Nets were down about 11 at some point in that second quarter. When they were winning at halftime, I was like, this game is over because they played like dog crap. And then for a two-minute spurt, they played well and they took the lead back. Yeah. You know, they just have that kind of firepower where they, they, they just keep going and going and going. And as long as they're not turning the ball over and they're rebounding decently – and the, the shots per team are close. They're going to win ninety five percent of the time. Have you noticed they've they've played uh, Bruce Brown less? Yeah, I mean, the, if if you're going to play Claxton, you're going to play Bruce Brown less. With Green, somebody's minutes got to be cut. Yeah, yeah. No, um, uh, it's it. I'm dying to see what the rotations are, because where they play Blake Griffin will tell you. Uh, who asks for him? If they ever start Blake Griffin, I think he was a he was a a Steve Nash. Um, Griffin will start if they do a Griffin Green KD Harden Irving lineup, and then they would have. But I just you know I don't see how the problem is is DeAndre has to play next to a Durant esque player. I mean I guess you could play him with Green too, but. Oof, I don't know about those lineups. Uh, it, it, he, that's going to be the hardest thing for Nash to kind of navigate here is minute allocation and, and rotation, and you know how he mix and matches these pieces. Right. I. I but you know what would be my vote? My, like, I just think this kid Claxton is more special than what they know. That you'll you'll never see a veteran team go to the kid, but I just think you could have unique. Uh, spurts of 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 time on the court if you play Claxton with KD that yes. combination could be hellacious yeah but the soonest we see that do anything meaningful it'll be next year cuz
They just don't trust kids. One and two, he's he has a lot of work in the gym to do. Yeah, he, he, he's got to get physically stronger too. Right, and and I don't know if he needs to just go and just start punching big big garbage cans full of rice or something like that. I, I pots of rice, um, but he's got to get tougher. Uh, not this is this is one of those critiques that I always you know. Uh, disregard but he takes some of those fouls and he looks way too hurt yeah um not not saying that he has to toughen up or anything like that it's just you're a you're you're a front court player and so by definition you're 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 going to get pounded you're going to get hit this is a finesse team this is the you're going to be put in the most finesse situations but hands fingers uh, karate chops, uh, elbows to the to the kidney, all of that is coming your way, and you've got to toughen up, uh, 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 Nick. And I and I and I think that has a lot to do with why he's not going to see a lot of minutes. But I root for the kid. I think what the Nets can be with that kid. Oh, yeah. And, and a subplot to the season is: can they start developing guys to be? the bridge players, him, Shamit, whoever they draft this year. Like they should they should use this draft selection this year. Right. And, and get another young player into the fold that they can develop to maybe be a starter in three years down the line. You know, a rotation for like they're gonna have to re sign Shamit, I would think, right? And they're gonna have to trade Dinwiddie. Dinwiddie could bring back some assets that lets that lets um Sean Marks Take a few more swings and at at bringing in some young right. pieces. That my that guess is, Dinwiddie's going to come be a player's coming back. I don't think it's going to be a picks, but you know, I guess we'll see. But like Shamit, you're seeing could be a guy who could be a potential, you know, starter down the line for your yeah. team. Um, and then obviously Claxton, so if they can get another guy in the, in the program uh, for whoever they draft, and then you know. When you're a good team, it's easy because now you, these guys develop the right habits early in their career. They right. see what it's supposed to look like. Yeah, it feels intensity. like it's a little bit easier. Right. You know, like some of those Chicago Bulls teams after Jordan left, you knew they weren't winning championships, but they had, you know, and Scotty wasn't the dude to lead them all the way, but still they had reflexes that that gets you to, that alone gets you to the Eastern Conference There was finals. a standard. There's right. a standard set, you know, and, that, and then we're getting so far ahead of ourselves. But whenever this run is over with the Nets, you hope that the next guys keep that standard and you don't you don't stay down for too long where it disappears. You know, you want to stay good, get good, get like legitimately good again quick enough. So kind of like the Heat have been doing, you know, even in their middle years when they're in between stages, they're still competitive. They still fight for playoff spots. They don't completely bottom out. That's where you want to get to. In the NBA, I never want the Nets to be picking in the top five ever again. Like I just don't. I, I could care less about it. Just yeah. stay solid and and try to always build like that. Yeah. No. I, I. Look. I think. Um. I think the Nets are a destination now. It. It's. It's everything hinges on the championship. Once you see an organization win a championship and you can sit that, Sven Gali, that, Jedi Master, that. That, you know, it, it's more myth than, than man, you know, the it's shit like that's around Jerry West, around Ed, Riley. 
if you can bang one hot girl, her friends who weren't attracted to you anymore now think like, well, if she's good enough for her, she's good enough for me. Absolutely. You're in the club now. You you you've been, you got the stamp of approval by just one of them. Yeah. And uh, you know that's kind of what the where the nets are. It's like they finally got the hot girls in the door. Now they just need to sleep with them, and, and get that final stamp of approval. Right. They you it, they win it. What Scola said couldn't be more right. And now we're a destination, so we're just gonna flip players as they become uh, available. I, I really believe that. I I think. I'm looking at, I'm looking at the Knicks, right? Who will be a nice bridge of getting to the next part of this conversation? And I'm watching R.J. Barrett get 32 uh, or 34 last night. I forgot what he did, but I look at his game and I look at what Kyrie has to be, Harden has to be, and Kevin Durant has to be just to compete with the other teams that are are in the competition for the championship. Forget about all the other things that's around it. Uh, R.J. Barrett is never going to reach that that level. He's never going to be that player. If he's the third best player on your championship team, you're not winning the championship. Probably not. You know, definitely not now. He's just like Karis LeVert. Yep. I, I have to admit it. You know I love Karis. You know, I was happy to have Karras. Um, but Just like D'Angelo Russell. But him, D'Angelo, they're, they're good players. And, we're, and we'll see when, when this generation of players are gone. Like, it's not even far. Like, the NBA is about to have a, a, a whole, you know, completely flip over. I think there's going to be a downturn in the league ratings-wise because we are going to lose the LeBrons mm-hmm. and the KDs, you know, mm-hmm. at least – and there's really nobody behind. Well, Luca missed me with that Zion shit. He's a good player for sure. He is not that class of player. I don't think uh, he could be the best player on your championship team. No, no chance. I think he could be the second or third best player. But that that goes to show, like, all of the things that people don't even talk about that Sean Marks did, putting in that first class. Um, you know, uh, training. What what do they call it? Uh, they 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 have a word. Performance for it. center. Yeah, exactly. No, no. The performance team. Right. The fact that they call it a performance team is 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 ill and shows how visionary Sean Marks was. You know, I I don't know why they have so many scouts. They basically built a team of a two K team. <laughs> we have we have freaking Blake Griffin on our team and and, and two slots that we know. We can fill with whoever the hell we want. Whoever the hell becomes available in in the buyout market, we could pick any one of them. The, the Nets, all this other stuff, all this peripheral stuff that Sean Marks built is almost better than the players that he selected because it has turned us into a destination. And and that and that in itself is incredible and, and part of like why if you're a Knicks fan and you have hope watching this, don't. Because you're still not a destination. No one wants to go there. You did not. You're, they had all these security dudes, you know, stop Patrick Ewing. It is ridiculous to think that that, that would happen to Derek Jeter at Yankee Stadium. And Derek Jeter is the current owner of, a, of, a, of a, 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 another team. 
I think the Knicks for them to be careful is, is to not go blowing the cap space on like an Oladipo type player. The guy they should be targeting is, is Dinwiddie. That, that, if I were a Knicks fan, that's the guy I would want. Um, they're getting better. You gotta, I got to give them some credit. They're getting better. I, Quickly looks like a nice draft selection. See, looks you like don't large... know what's happening because you were never a Knicks fan. I recognize what this is. This is a team that's overachieving in a season where no one else is trying. You know that there's definitely elements to that. They're they're by no means a finished product, and I don't even I don't think they're going to make the playoffs. But they are headed in the right direction. I think Thibodeau was 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 the right hire for that organization. He's gonna he'll get them back to a level of respectability, and if they can do that and keep their flexibility, they'll have shot to get you know somebody legit down the line. I'm going to be talking to their boss, Dolan J. Trump, on one of the next uh, oh. front office podcast. Dude, one of the best accounts out there. He, I, absolutely, because not only does he he reveal how ridiculous the shit that Trump says, he shows how close it is to the same as Jim Dolan, and it's like... Right, these, or like some... And, right. Uh, all right, so bridging, bridging uh, the end of this damn thing... Let's talk about these next games coming up. And the first one will be the Knickerbockers tomorrow at 8 p.m. Yeah. What do you think? Where's the game, by the way? Not that it really matters, it's but... It's the Nets. It's, it's in Barclays? Yep. Um, I mean, I think I think the Knicks will are definitely going to be ready to play. Uh, I think our guys will be, too. And, you know, we win by double digits. Yeah, no, we... um, The Nets get up to play the Knicks. Yeah. Now, because it's because all right, like like Detroit, it's, it's hard to get up for Detroit, right? <laughs> you know we'll what I mean? On a Saturday but night, the Knicks are better than Detroit, and the players aren't dumb. They know that the Knicks have the the market share, and they want to say, you know, we're you know we're the team. This just like the J Kid Nets loved going into the Garden and kicking the Knicks' ass. I think I think these guys will share that same attitude. And I also don't think they do the things that, that bother us typically. They're kind of like a slow grinded team. They don't really play above the rim and right. they're not a team. So I don't, I don't really think we'll have too much problems with that. No, the last game, we definitely sped them up. Um, I'd be interested to see if they try to like muddy up the game a little bit more than, than they did the last, the last time they tried to do what we do and, and we stopped them. Um, this time, uh, I, I think I think Thibodeau kind of will will will, will uh, have their attention and say, "All right, the last time you tried to play like you were the Brooklyn Nets, this time you got to win by playing like the Knicks." And and we're we're gonna beat them by twenty tomorrow. Um, it's it's they're gonna take like Kyrie loves embarrassing the Knicks. He's he he's gonna go off tomorrow. It's it's gonna be Probably. stupid. Probably. So let's move on. Um, uh, Nets Pacers. Nets are, are taking a visit uh, to the uh, to Indiana. What do you think? I mean, if they, you know they could lose that game, I'd put a you know thirty percent chance of it. The thing is with the Nets, you never know. They, that that could be a game where they just rest Kyrie or rest Harden. But if you know they're healthy. It's losable. I would say we'll probably be like five, six point favorites on the road 
And yeah, I'm I'm wondering when are they going to deploy Blake Griffin? It doesn't sound like they're going to do it tomorrow. I don't think it's going to be this week. Yeah, I, I I love that they're being cautious with him because we we didn't bring him here to to help us get the number one seed. We brought him here to help us grind out a playoffs. So well, I'll say this though: this is our t- this this three week period where Embiid is out. We need to you know get that one seed and never look back. It's you know we need to yeah. go on our tear here. They're going to presumably drop some games. Let's take that one seat over, make sure we keep it, and then we only have to face one of them in Milwaukee, which which I think is a big deal. Yeah, no, and I think I think we slapped the paces too. Um I think I think the the team all right. Before we would lose games to the Pacers because they did things that made us uncomfortable and we were going through the emotions anyway. Um we're going to beat the Pacers now because James Harden wants to win every single regular season game. He he's going to be the MVP. I have him I have him as I think I said this to you before. Dude, said, no so, shot. He he the the media is so far against him in the in a lot of and there's a lot of owners that are against him as well. Um so it's it's he has no shot, but for me, who's the NBA MVP? It's James fucking Harden. And that's why we're going to win this Pacers game because James Harden doesn't want to lose. He, We would have lost that Detroit game if it was just Kyrie and KD. If Kyrie and KD played and Detroit gave us the game that they gave us last night, we would have lost that game. Because they don't care about the regular seasons. They're just going through the motions. James Harden, I don't know if you've noticed this. since he's He hasn't been on won the a team, title yet. That's why. He won Exactly. I think I think that's a part of it, but I also think he wants to be MVP. I I think he wants to. I I really believe that there's a competitiveness in this dude, which is the reason why he is an MVP. He wants to win. Like that wasn't for show. Him yelling at DeAndre Jordan after the game. I, I understand. Like that's two business colleagues talking and going. Yo, we need to be better at at making these TP reports. You know what I mean? Yeah, look, if if you're playing sports and you're a team that's serious about winning, the players have to hold each other accountable. You know, and and I have no problem with two guys talking it out. They were almost like a practice, right? At one point, I remember he like was physically showing him what he was seeing, and there's nothing wrong with that as long as you do it with respect. And with a commonality in mind, it's healthy. I I personally love it. I think that's one of the things the Nets were missing, and a secret, um, you know, a byproduct or 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 a side effect that uh, of that trade. I mean, you get James Harden to win a championship. But right. The other thing is, you've gotten a guy that that I didn't know was a leader like that, and that wanted to win like that. He wants to win. Yeah, you, you know, you just don't know a player until he plays on your team. You don't truly understand them, their game, and, and the, those types of things until you watch them every night. Because when you don't have a vested interest in the games you're watching, you're watching just as a casual fan, as opposed to your own team. You, you're noticing every little detail. Right, right. Who else do we play? So we have Next we have Magic. the Knicks, the Pacers, and the Magic this week. Yeah, another one of our 
well, as of recent, haven't been. We slapped them the last time we saw them with with, with Vucevic. Um, I don't know if Aaron Gordon is back or if they started playing him again. Yeah, I, I it doesn't really like matter. They, I felt like so, they were hiding him. And the, um, the very worst just will go two and one. We'll probably win all three. Nah, we're we're I I see us sweeping through this. Yeah, I think, I think the one that might give us a little the most trouble might be the Knicks. And that's Maybe because, just because of the intensity level they may play with, but right, that's their championship know, game. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I think we're going to beat them pretty good. Yeah, no, nah, Ky- Kyrie's not having it. He's not having it at all. This uh, is James' first game against the Knicks too. It, it is. Yeah, he we the, the first time we played them was the day they traded for him. Ah, oh, that's right. He was on the team, but he 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 wasn't an actual player. Right, and then Kyrie and then Katie basically went out there by himself and just smacked him around. <laughs> it's crazy what we have on this team. Like Chios and the gang was giving it to the Knicks that night. If I told you this was the team that we would have um, <laughs> in 2016, you would have told me to shut the fuck up, right? Probably, probably worse. You, you remember those times I used to be like. Um, Sean Marks is building a pathway to to Kevin Durant, and he's yeah. gonna he's all these hires, all of these friends of Kevin Durant that he's hired is are yeah, signs the that the yeah, their their chaplain is I think it's more Kevin Durant's mother's spiritual leader because it's it's come to my attention that Kevin Durant believes some es- esoteric stuff, but. That's what happens when you have money. <laughs> it allows right. you to become a philosopher. You right. know. But do you think they're hiding him? And this is the last thing before we'll check. I'm starting to get a little worried. Not that I don't think he's going to come back, but it's like, can this guy make it through? Don't be worried. You know, that's well, the only thing. I have to be worried. I, Otherwise, I, think, I think they recognize. And it, how would you act if, Everything hinged on that dude, right? We love everything that's happening right now. We love every single thing that's happening with Kyrie and Harden. It's amazing. Even even when they play crap like they did last night, Kyrie will do something that makes it worth that you sat and watched three hours of nonsense to see Kyrie do that one amazing thing. But still, as amazing as... As much as I believe James Harden is the MVP, Kyrie is the team, the the Nets MVP, I believe the finals MVP is going to be Kevin Durant. And if that right. we, is we can't a, do it without him. You can't, we cannot win. A, you're not beating LeBron James and Anthony Davis in seven games without Kevin Durant. And if that is true, if you know that to be the truth, you don't care about any of these games. And yeah, you will look, make I, don't mind, sure... I don't mind what they're doing with him, but it, it, it's always going to be in the back. With that in mind, that they can't do it without him, it's always going to be nerve-wracking that when he's out or there's a delay, because then you fear when he comes back. Like, I was just starting to get over, cringing every time he fell. Now when he comes back, when he falls again, I'm going to cringe. Dude, they are just... First of all, if... If if this wasn't the Nets, maybe you worry. If we were one of those like Tom Thibodeau type teams where, you know, he tells you just rub some tussin on it and just go out there and play as hard as you can until you die. You know the Nets are extra are always on some extra be careful shit, right? Like you recognize right. that about this team. That's that's been our MO from before. 
Now imagine where we are right now as a team where the dude, that the guy that makes it impossible to beat us. We're a great team. We could get to the finals. It'll be very likely we'll yeah. lose. K- Katie's our game genie. Exactly. Exactly. He is that. <laughs> you know what I mean? So you have He's to game protect genie. You have to protect him. He's the inf- he's the guy that gets you infinite lives. Uh, up, up, down, down, left, left, right, right. That's right. That's right. Exactly. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's who he is. And and we so I'm not worried when they when they protect him like that. That's what I wanted. I'm just thrilled that that we have James Harden, who regular season wise is going to get us the first the first seed so yeah he's a 51 he's he's 50 wins on his own yes he is he's just that good he's that freaking good and if you add andre um drummond to that if you add otto porter to that i think it's just unfair what if they add both of them i mean now you start talking about it's some of the like one of the best rosters ever is assembled and i'm not even saying that with hyperbole i mean it it just really would be they can do it in so many ways. I don't see how it doesn't happen. Like I know I'm, I've I've become very arrogant about my team. I understand someone probably needs to reel me in. I know this is reckless, but if they feel like it, what's stopping them from doing it? I mean, the only thing that would stop them is the buyouts not being reached. If those guys are bought out, and like so, like I know the Lakers will want Drummond too, but he's from this area, uh, and the Nets can pay him more. He's he said it. Those little leaks around him, those are his friends letting it be known. We're going to the Nets. Yeah. You better trade me. <laughs> right. Um, well, I'm going to the Nets, and I'm going to destroy this conference. Exactly. And so, Jesus, if they have him. Now, if they have Drummond, I think they could win without KD. I know that's blasphemous. Yeah, they, they, it would be possible. It'd be possible. Like, you have Drummond, you know, just taking away easy buckets um, from from um, LeBron and AD. I think you still could win a championship then. But if you have Drummond and KD that play in the playoffs. So, like, if we had Drummond last night, we win by 30. I mean, how many offensive rebounds did we give up? <laughs> he would clean those up. Exactly. Know. I almost don't even know if I want him, to be honest. <laughs> Because it's not going to be fun. It's not. No, nah, it's going to be fun for me. It's going to be fun for me. Like, like I I just, I, I almost feel sad for old Eve that used to just be so happy that, that we had D'Angelo Russell and, and we were just this little, you know. Engine that could. <laughs> Dude. Yo, that was, the, that was the week that was the Brooklyn Nets. My partner, Bam, tell people where they can find you. You can find me menacing somebody you follow on that Twitter. <laughs> and that's exactly where you'll find them. And I'm at Eve Darboos, my government name, the name my mama gave me uh, uh, on Twitter. We'll keep uh, this conversation going. And uh, Nets fans, rest assured, this is our year. This is our time. We're about to... Uh, have a parade on Atlantic Flatbush, my brother. And and when they and when we do win it, we will organize 
Annette's get together by Barclays. Oh, There's hell. A, so hell. we're getting we're getting an open bar. If you don't drink, don't come. Hell's yeah. New York City's We are the front office. Talk later. Mobile phone companies say they offer home internet. But if their internet comes from a cell phone network, you should know. It's just phone internet, not home internet. Keep your home up to speed with Cox. Cox Internet is faster and has more reliable download speeds than 5G home internet. Cox is the real home internet you're looking for. Based on Cox analysis of Ookla speed test intelligence data, Q3 2022 and Cox serviceable areas, visit cox.com internet for details.